I am. This is the the goal of every Leverage fan is to convince more people to watch Leverage fan or to convince more people to watch Leverage, not to watch Leverage fans. That would be really weird. <laughs> Just mutual stalking. <laughs> normal fandom things to is do. that just what tumblr is though <laughs> kind of okay, sorry i'm distracted because i'm gonna take a picture and i'll uh yes. i'll post it to our instagram but gil <laughs> just turned around um we have a very responsible producer. <laughs> oh my god, he's so cute. He shifted and turned around and I... Oh no, I thought he had both paws in the same hole. Um, <laughs> but he's just he's just looking very weird with his half-on harness. <laughs> Lazy boy. No, Although not baby. the chairs, just a lazy baby boy. Yeah, I've been I've been so clingy. I mean, it's good he's been clingy too, but every time I'm gonna leave for more than a few days, I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna miss him so much. I love you. I want you to know I love you. Yeah. That I love you, please. <laughs> well, at least he's in very good hands. looks so stupid okay (laughs) (laughs) poise podcast host right welcome to something queer is happening here where we discuss queer subtext in literature and media because why bury your gaze when you can dig them up I just realized, yes, that's the right thing, right? Yes, that is the right thing. (laughs) And we are once again joined with Cass and no Drew, because we're recording this right after the Adok and Gables episode. So Mm -hmm. Drew is still out of commission. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, Cass is going to lead this episode and she's going to talk to us about leverage. Okay, so... um, I will say my notes for this are actual pen and paper notes. So if you hear uh, page flipping sounds, it's just lovely Foley and not it's me. It's ASMR. Yeah, ASMR. That's a good one. So Leverage is um, a show. It originally ran on TNT from 2008 to 2013. There were five seasons. Um, and then it's gotten a reboot recently that's still ongoing. It's a um, continuation of the original series called Leverage Redemption. There is one season out already, and um, it is available on Amazon Prime if you wanted to watch it legally, or if you didn't, then like you do you. I know storytelling does not condone the use of piracy um, for there to be watching experience. So Leverage is, um, I'm going to be focusing mostly on the original show for this because the OT3 gets a lot more screen time because the um in redemption one of the characters who forms part of it he had to go and have like a successful movie career and not be available for too much filming of the show boo. so like boo. <laughs> <laughs> we hate it when actors we like are very successful it's awful <laughs> um 
But yeah, so Original Show Leverage is a five-man band. Uh, you have your mastermind, your hacker, your hitter, your grifter, and your thief. And uh, they are modern-day Robin Hoods who will take on corrupt politicians, greedy executives, um, the occasional paramilitary group, and um, using con artist tricks get them to get rid of all of their finances and also seem a little bit crazy and usually get arrested for their uh, misdeeds. So it's very much that old classic adage, be gay, do crime. Um, also gay, a lot of crime. found family feeling <laughs> um, between it because it's one of those shows, you know how sometimes there's TV shows and it's like, oh, these people do not like each other at all. Yeah. Nope, not here. They like regularly hang out and will like tease each other in a very like bantery sort of way. Oh, um, they have that. like Christmas episodes where like they'll give each other gifts and everybody will freak out over like the perfect gift given and like that sort of thing. And just regularly show that like they're interacting with each other outside of like the mission, which is very delightful in a cast ensemble. Um, Yeah, so the OT3 consists of our hacker, our hitter, and our thief. Our hacker is Hardison, uh, who is the one who had to go and have a successful movie career. Um, <laughs> their thief is Parker, who is um, autistic coded, um, definitely, which is lovely and delightful. And then uh, our hitter is Elliot, who is a gruff cowboy. And I also, if you follow me on Tumblr, I often tag his stuff as my TV husband because I am in love with him. So, um, they are, I'm going to be constructing this as like talking about the three sides of the triangle of, uh, Parker Hardison, Hardison, Elliot, Elliot Parker, and then also how they work all together. So going to convince you of those three relationships as well as how the relationship as a stable poly triad works. Try it. So ready. <laughs> all right. So. Hardison and Parker are canonically together, romantically involved. It's a lovely slow burn that takes place over about four or five seasons. Um, and it's like from episode one, Parker, Hardison is already like interested in Parker and flirting with her. Parker's a little bit more unsure because she doesn't have a lot of like interactions with like quote unquote regular people. Um, and so doesn't quite understand social nuances like romantics, that sort of thing. Um, but Hardison is like super respectful of her and her boundaries um and uh it's about finding compromises between like sort of his way of doing things and her doing way of doing things they've got a lot of mutual interests as well as like finding things and being able to like help each other grow um as well as like being able to relate to each other on a personal level so my key moment for this comes from season five episode three it's called The First Contact Job, and uh, one of the, the subplot for it is Hardison is complaining to Parker about, like, oh, you always want to do, like, bungee jumping or, like, roof propelling or, like, rock climbing and all these, like, really, really, like, adrenaline-fueled things for our dates. Um, how about, like, couldn't we have something like a nice, like, candlelit picnic underneath the stars or something like that? And Parker's like, eh, don't feel it um, at first. But then at the end of the episode... Uh, she comes in and it's been raining and she's super upset because she had gotten a picnic ready for him. And she's like, oh, it was going to be so great. We were going to have like this lovely thing. And Hardison's like, nah, babe, I've got you. And turns on a projector that like 
like one of those LED ones that like yeah. shows stars all over the place. So they have their little oh. starlight and then they like hug it out and like sweet music plays underneath and it like zooms out the camera on, on this little moment together. So cute. Yeah. It's very like sweet romance and like there's a few other times where it's like so Hardison's his last name and like there is one moment where he's in serious danger and Parker panics and calls him by his first name and it's oh, like oh that's a good trope yes yes it's like I need you Alec I need you it's like oh, 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 oh. all right so that's my first um first side of the triangle second side Parker and Elliot um, so there's a lot of recognition in the self and like seeing somebody for who they are and seeing like the bits of yourself in that other person. Um, there's also Elliot is like a super great hitter, which means like he's a really good combatant, but he's also such a good cook. Like, um, <laughs> he will honestly, like, sometimes on the job, he gets distracted because he's been put in charge of the food and he'll, like, concentrate in full throttle on, like, being, making sure that, like, all the appetizers are perfect and that everybody is excited. It's like, he'll stop in the middle of a fight and have a bad guy try the appetizer and be like, do you think there's too much pepper in it? And then the bad guy will be like, no. And then Elliot will be like, great. And then grabs a rolling pin and bashes him over the head. <laughs> <laughs> sort of situations. Um, so Elliot definitely helps Parker like appreciate some of those like more like that sort of aspect of life a little bit more because Parker doesn't really get food um, necessarily as well as like how to appreciate things outside of her pre-existing life. Um, in terms of like she really likes money um, not for like greed reasons she just like appreciates the smell of money and like <laughs> that sort of thing <laughs> um, but Elliot's really good at introducing new things to her as well they're able to poke fun at each other like for example the first contact job um, Parker makes an ET joke because it's like Elliot um, <laughs> <laughs> and she does it a few times <laughs> Um, and he's always like Ugh. um but he like puts up with it and doesn't like fight back about like her poking and prodding at him it's great um so their key moment comes from season four episode one the long way down job and um what happens is this one's a little bit darker um but their client for the job her husband had died on a mountain climbing expedition and they end up falling through the ravine Trigger warning and for me specifically <laughs> yeah they end up falling through the mountain and finding his body and um their first reaction is like finding what they needed which is some like information but like don't worry about it um because this is supposed to be spoilers light and um <laughs> parker or immediately Elliot's priority is like getting them both out and Parker's like and him too right and Elliot's like sure Parker yeah um but when they like go to climb out they like are able to set up a rope and pull it down and um the rope snaps and it doesn't they don't get hurt but they don't have enough rope to bring both of them and the body out and Parker has this breakdown because she's like 
any of the others, they would do the right thing, which is to get him out. I want to do the right thing. And like, just crying about it. And Elliot stops and looks at her and he's like, yeah, all the others would do the right thing. And they would keep trying and keep trying and they would die too. You and me, we know how to do what needs to be done. And she's like, okay, but like, isn't that like a bad thing? And he's like, I don't know if it's a good thing. It it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing, but it's what makes us, us. And what makes the others, the others. And you can take that how you want. And um, they're able to get out and be able to bring, even though they couldn't bring his body, they were able to bring his dying message back Mm -hmm. to the widow. And it's just very supportive of like, I see you and we see each other and we get each other on a way that the rest of the team doesn't necessarily always get. (sighs) It's great. That's really sweet. No. All right. Last one. Uh, Elliot and Hardison are such old married couple vibes. <laughs> it's pigtail pulling, it's bickering, it's bantering, it's calling each other names. Um, banter, banter, banter is what I wrote here. Um, there, Elliot, one of Elliot's like reoccurring lines is damn it, Hardison, because um, Elliot will poke fun at Hardison for trying to solve all his problems by thinking his way through, and Elliot makes fun of. Or, and Hardison makes fun of Elliot for like being not very good with technology and like trying to punch his way out of his situations. <laughs> like um, their first interaction is like Elliot being like, you shouldn't bother flirting with Parker. She's not going to like when you figure out that you live with her mom. And Hardison's like, it's the age of the geek, baby. We run the world. And Elliot's like, yeah, you tell yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> but their key moment I have from the gone fishing job, which is season three, episode seven, Uh, For reasons, um, they end up handcuffed to each other running through the woods. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, And they end up, um, there's a train going nearby and they're trying to get onto the train to escape the situation that they found themselves in. Um, And then one of the bad guys comes up behind them and like cocks a gun and is like, surrender. And um, without, they don't even say anything. They don't even look at each other. They just start arguing and um, bickering and like eventually manage to like Elliot goes underneath Hardison's arm and like they come out and they're both facing the guy and they're close enough that Elliot can just wrench the gun out and like knock him out. (laughs) (laughs) And then Hardison's like, wait, you noticed something wrong earlier. And Elliot's like, yeah, but we need to get on the train. And Hardison's like, no, what did you notice? Because if you notice something, it's important. And like, there's a big reveal about what's going on in the bad guy's plan. And they realize that they need to stay in this situation. And it's just, they get each other on a fundamental level. They have such respect for each other's abilities, but most of the time they're just bickering back and forth. <laughs> it's such, like, very shippable. UST, like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so that's my three sides. So we've got... Uh, support all three sides you can see that there's a lot of supporting each other interest in other people's relationships banter for days um, interest in their interests as well and like a deep rapport of taking care of each other for like the good of the team and also the good of the relationship so the ot3 
moment. The OT3 episode is in season five, episode nine. It's the rundown job. Um, and every Leverage fan is going to be like, of course, she mentions it. Um, because it's only featuring those three. Um, they had ended up in Washington, D.C. for a job earlier. And they are stuck there for um, because they, on the con, they discover a terrorist plot. Um, right near the beginning, uh, Elliot's like, cool, great, I'm going to handle this. You two need to get out. Um, because I can't guarantee that I'll be able to protect you, essentially. And, uh, Hardison's like, man, what are you going to try and do? We've got, like, state-of-the-art equipment here. You're going to try and do it with your punching hands? You're not going to be able to punch your way with this equipment and have your it work out for you. And Parker says, I've got it written down here, we agreed we'd all change. For better or worse, we change together. And Elliot's like, fine. Oh, yeah. That's such a good line. Yeah. And then... This is definitely spoilers. Um, the last episode of the original series, um, one of the characters, the like mastermind character, Nate, he's retiring. And um, he looks to Elliot and says, you'll look after Hardison and Parker, won't you? And Elliot says, till my dying day. <laughs> yeah, that that's a throuple. That, yeah. That's a throuple. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Till death do us part, but in different words. <laughs> so, uh, in conclusion, they're in love, Your Honor. I rest my case. Also, the creators of the series have liked tweets that like talk about the thruple and the OT3. Ooh. Yeah, so word of God is in support of this interpretation. I I love it. I can't like argue for or against it much because I haven't <laughs> seen the show. But um yeah, this does make me want to see it more. Yes. Um and I I love a good thruple. Mhm. Mm yeah. And again, it's be gay do crime. It's it's lovely because as the audience member, you're the one you're in the shoes of the mark most of the time where you don't quite know what's going on, but mm. then there's like the twist and the reveal and then each episode does this and you're never delighted to have been bamboozled as much and like sometimes you can figure it out it's never like comes out of nowhere reveal like you could have put the pieces together most of the time it's delightful yeah, yeah and it's uh it's all the best tropes you know you've got the big do crime you've got the found family you've got the like uh stuck together uh handcuffed to each other <laughs> the banter mm -hmm. oh, there's so much banter they're vitriolic they're vitriolic but like in a ust sort of way of like that sort of tension of like just make out already just, <laughs> just do it um there's a scene where uh hardison and elliot pretend to be in a relationship to sneak inside a hospital um <laughs> that's low-hanging fruit big dating <laughs> that's another one <laughs> it's like five minutes but I love it. <laughs> and like by by season five, especially, they know each other and know each other's skills so well that they can just be like, oh, yeah, Elliot's going to be right behind these guys and he's going to take it out. So I don't even need to worry about it compared to like the first episode where Hardison's like, I don't even know what you do. And like 
they get surrounded by like bad guys and Hardison like puts his hands in the air and he drops a duffel bag and in the chance it takes from the duffel bag to land on the floor Elliot takes out four armed guards wow (laughs) (laughs) I imagine what kind of effect this has on you if you see your TV husband (laughs) it's it's also just lovely people being competent like it's never them messing up because they're bad at their jobs it's always like Mm. oh who could have expected that like this person is actually part of like a right-wing militia group like it's stuff that like you reasonably wouldn't have any knowledge of yeah Mm -hmm. watch leverage and then support me in my ot3s (laughs) um if you listen to the podcast you will already know where to find Cass and what she wants you to do listen to Mm Murray Mysteries yes also watch Leverage now (laughs) um so Mm -hmm. I think that's about it for us I was so worried that I would go over time that I ended up ranting and raving my way through it and we're about 10 minutes under this is great (laughs) There, there is no time. <laughs> I've noticed that each episode has been about half an hour so far. So yeah, I think it's it's pretty much a coincidence. We just talk until we're done talking. We <laughs> might end up with hour long episodes. Darn, I could it's, have gone with my original plan. It's the beauty of uh, of nonfiction podcasting. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, but yeah. that's my excited rantings about the ot3 i feel like i should have a like cork board with red string behind me but tragically it's just me (laughs) (laughs) yeah and um listeners if you want more of Cass, please comment reach out to us let us know and uh, we'll bring Cass back i mean we'll probably bring Cass back anyway but like Mm -hmm. show her show her some love (laughs) (laughs) All all right bye everyone stay queer and stay sexy. I don't know. What did I say last time? <laughs> oh, this is perfect. This podcast is a no storytelling production. It is produced and edited by May Tudek and hosted by Drew Frankie Victory and May Tudek. If you want to support us, please recommend us to your friends, follow notes on social media, and consider subscribing to our Patreon. All the links will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening.